Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, Here we are on End Times Friday. Uh, You're the end of June now. Uh, Amazing, isn't it? Good morning. Summer's going and things are happening out there (laughs) in the world. (laughs) They sure are. That is so true. Oh, my goodness. As we've been uh, trying to understand things um, economically, uh, inflation is at its highest point in 42 years, actually. Yeah, I think uh, I read like 8.6% or something. Yeah. The, this yeah. last thing came out. Yeah. yeah, remember that doesn't include items that they remove from the basket, like food and et cetera. So if they put food in there, it'd actually be closer to 15%. Um, mm. So it's really high, uh, very high. Um, we're the, feeling it. How's gas out in Colorado? We are over five now. Yeah, we're, we're at five, five dollars. Yeah. Yeah. We're at five dollars, so that's that's a big burden on uh, everybody uh, to pay mm-hmm. pay things, particularly when it's being paid to the Middle East. So <laughs> we're not even getting the right, re- right. the benefit of it all, and um, so that's happening. And the uh, Federal Reserve is talking about you know trying to get it under control, and the only way they can really get it under control, interesting enough, is to cause a recession. Mm-hmm. Um, so then uh, the companies have to shrink and in order to maintain demand they lower prices Um, right so that's a typical way of doing it Um, when you think of economic cycles uh, and i've been through several including i was an economic major at my mba in in usc in california Uh, but um, one thing i learned and i saw it and observed it ever since is called uh, economic self-fulfilling prophecy Uh, Oh, yeah. And that is that the powers that be start to speak it. Mm -hmm. Then the people who are the recipients of that, uh, uh, basically, that uh, concept and statements, like companies, start to pull back because, well, I expect the recession, so now I'm not going to spend and get ready for the recession. By them pulling back, it causes... It actually creates a recession. Causes a recession, yeah. And so one thing I've observed here in the last, particularly two months, is that the um, statements about an upcoming recession are getting more and more frequent and more and more strong from various leadership Mm -hmm. around, actually around the world. And so, um, uh, and there was just an article this last week that uh, Japan is in deep, deep trouble. Um, oh, and, really? Yeah, and that their bank is uh, trying to do a stimulus by what they call printing money to flood it, flood it back into the economy, but they're overdoing it, and it literally could cause a collapse of the entire country. Uh, Europe is right behind them. So mm-hmm. it's interesting that, you know, how severe will this recession be, but it looks like it's going to be a recession. And, um, again, I don't think it's um, – the one that's going to cause the tribulation. I do believe, though, that it's another test 
to see how people mm. people react to it, and uh, and we're going to experience it uh, coming up. Which means, uh, as we've been speaking, is you know even if we don't consider that this is going to be the tribulation we are going to go through a, a tough economic time. Right. Yeah. And we're going to need some instruction and insight from God to navigate need, that need some, well. Uh, yeah. Insight and uh, wisdom personally. Mm-hmm. And that God, uh, remember, tells us uh, circumstances don't bother him. So <laughs> mm-hmm. he can He can still fulfill it for us. So that's that's the good news. Um, I think we la- last time left off with a question that you actually raised up uh, about, well, if this either deep recession is coming and or uh, the tribulation is on its way, um, how should we approach it? Um, should, right. should we work to uh, counteract it, so to speak, or do we flow with it, or how, how do we uh, respond to that? Uh, so um, let's go through a couple things, talk about that, uh, particularly as we look at uh, the difference in our, in our time is that we we're experiencing things we've never experienced before. Right. Uh, COVID and, and one world government basically being able to shut the world down and force people into treatment mm-hmm. and social distance and masks and vaccines and a variety of things that we, we've never seen that at, at that level mm-hmm. uh, worldwide uh, in, our, in our lifetime. Uh, and uh, there's, there's economic things, there's cultural things that we've never seen. Uh, so we're in the middle of, of change. Mm-hmm. And the question is, uh, which a lot of Christians are struggling with, well, shouldn't we pray for, work for, and have God just return it all to what we thought it should be and, and what it used to be? Uh, so that, that's the question. How do we handle all this? So mm-hmm. uh, first of all, um, let's look at Jesus' statements. And he's talking about the end. Uh, disciples uh, are discussing with him uh, as he's telling them that the end is coming. Uh, go to Matthew 24 uh, and read verses uh, 3 through uh, 5, just, just, the, just to start there. Sure. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. Okay. Um uh, well, the, it's interesting. He says, when these things come, come in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, well, uh, the first thing he says, take heed, pay attention, mm-hmm. that what? That no one deceives you. No one deceives you. Uh, so his first instruction as we are approaching extreme difficulty and or headed into the tribulation mm-hmm. on the end, he said, well, first of all, uh, don't be deceived. And the word deception is basically uh, agreeing to uh, and uh, coming into believing lies and, untru- right. and untruths that appear right. true. And so the opposite of that would be pursuing truth. Be pursuing truth. Remember God's truth and what he mm-hmm. has to say. And by the way, he's written us the scriptures to set that truth out. Yes, so that even, even right now, there's a lot of... Um, Deception, mm-hmm. even amongst the Christian community, uh, around a couple simple things like uh, salvation. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there in America, Christian churches, who are promoting what's called universalism, mm-hmm. and that is that well, there's many ways to God, and God loves everybody, 
So he's gonna he's gonna and whatever works for you is fine. Yeah, and, whatever works yeah. for you is fine, uh, and that there's multiple ways to salvation, including recently a uh, a pastor on television who was a pretty famous guy uh, made a statement that he now has had a what he calls an insight from God that all hell is um, emptied out and everybody makes it to heaven because of God's love. And mm, it's like, well. Which is completely against scripture. Yeah. Uh, that is not remotely supported. Uh, so don't, you know, don't be deceived. Um, uh, you know, don't be deceived about um, things like abortion and uh, gay marriage mm-hmm. and transgenders. And, you know, there's a whole movement of acceptance. And isn't this God's love? Mm-hmm. Well, that's deception. Uh, right. about the truth of God, uh, that love is way different and deeper than we think. It's not just acceptance. It's actually invitation to his very, very best and the life that he wants to give and the fact mm-hmm. that he solved it for everybody. Um, he can't force them, but he, he can invite them. But anyway, there's a lot of deception. So he says, be careful. The first thing he says is be very, very careful that um, you don't move into a deception so that as it comes, in essence, you would miss it because mm-hmm. you would think things are normal, normal in terms of mm. what, what uh, life is supposed to be like, and you wouldn't even have a consideration that, wait a minute, we can see where it's headed um, and that uh, you know this wickedness is coming. So he says, don't be deceived. Uh, that's number one. Um, okay. Um, then... Uh, Uh, Go down to, um, uh, let's go down to, uh, there's another verse here, let me get it. Um, Verse 23, uh, and uh, go down to 28, 23 to 28. Sure. Then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there, do not believe it. For false Christ and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I have told you beforehand. Therefore, if they say to you, look, he is in the desert, do not go out, or look, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man. For wherever the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered together. Yeah. Uh, so he's uh, reiterating uh, that, um, you know, don't don't go to falsehood of any kind mm-hmm. uh, or anybody that's speaking things that aren't true, uh, that the, the goal is to deceive even the elect. The elect would be the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, you know, be careful. Uh, don't don't believe anything other than what I've said to you or who I am or how I relate mm-hmm. truth to you. Um, and uh, the Son of Man is going to come uh, as the uh, east is from the west. Uh, hmm. Okay. Um, so then um, go down to the parable of the fig tree and go to 32 to 35. Sure. Uh, Jesus is speaking here. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and put forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also... So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Okay. 
he says, so when you see the fig tree sprout, by the way, that would be uh, the return of Israel, mm-hmm. uh, the end is near. Uh, that generation uh, will see these things take place. Um, and then he makes a uh, statement, which is what we remember we studied this uh, as we went into uh, the post-millennium where he creates a new heaven and a new earth. Right. Uh, in verse 37, what, what does Jesus say again? He says, but as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the man of the nope. son of man be. Nope, you're in the wrong one there. Uh, go in verse 35. 35, 35. Okay. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Yeah. So he's saying that, um, well, yeah, the heaven and earth is going to pass away, but what isn't going to be passed away? My words. My words. Yeah. Okay, so my words there is both logos and the implication of rhema, mm. of all that I'm going to speak, that itself isn't going to pass away. Okay, so the question is, what do we do? Um, well, mm-hmm. one thing for sure, and we'll, we'll get into this a little bit deeper, is to pay attention to what? God's words. What's going on? Yeah. And God's, pay God's words. words. Yeah. Pay attention to my words because that's not going to pass away. Mm. Um, okay. Now, um, go ahead. We'll come back to 24, but jump over to James 1, 5 to 8. And he makes a statement. If any of you lack wisdom, what does he say? He says, James 1, 5 to 8, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Okay. Um, All right, let's tie these things together. Jesus said, what's going to last is Mm -hmm. my my words. Right. uh, What I speak. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then he says, if you lack wisdom... Ask me for well, it. Then ask me, and I'll speak it, and that's what's mm-hmm. gonna that's what's gonna last. And by the way, I'll give it to you with great and it says generosity or great clarity, so mm-hmm. that you understand what I'm gonna do and what I want you to do to be be following me and prepared for this. Uh, and all you gotta do is believe I'm gonna do it. Uh, so right. that the question is, what do we do about this? Well, it's it's kind of simple in a way, and that is. Don't decide on your own what you think is, mm-hmm. is a good idea um, of how you would like, uh, you know, the thing to work out uh, so that uh, it's not what, what you decide and say, I want and I'm going to have, but rather, um, uh, what do we do? Well, let's go seek wisdom. Mm-hmm. Why? He knows. Right. Uh, this isn't surprising to him, and he's heading us into a, a difficult time mm-hmm. and throughout history by the way i mean think about it he's got does he have the power to recreate everything sure um could he have eliminated all evil already sure because mm-hmm. he's already superior to it and is subordinate to him but he never did never has he said because i gave it to adam and eve Adam and Eve gave it to the enemy, and it's now kill, steal, and destroy, and you're living in a very difficult world, and that for sure there's going to be cycles of that uh, that are even going to be worse, and we could go back through history and mm-hmm. identify these really, really awful times. But right now he's talking about perhaps we're headed toward the end. 
mm-hmm. um, which he's he's defined as what it's going to happen. It is right. going to it is going to happen, and good becomes evil, evil becomes good, and you're therefore going to be in a world where everything is turned upside down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he says, well, what's going to last is my words. And I'm asking you, children, to come and ask me for wisdom and don't decide, you know, on your own what you think uh, you should do. Uh, Let's look at at one more thing there in James, and then we'll come back to Matthew. Uh, Go to James chapter 4, and this talks about the issue of of your own self-determination. But go to James 4 and read verses 1 through 5. James 4, 1 to 5. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously? Okay, so he says that um, fighting, debating, uh, getting Mm -hmm. angry at each other, uh, persuading each other uh, comes from your own pleasures and your own desires. I've decided, Mm -hmm. the flesh. Uh, Right. He says uh, in verse 2, you don't have because you don't what? You don't ask. Okay, ask. Now, it's not about God would you, because that's your self-determination. Right. It's Um, the what do you have to say. It's what do you have to say about this, so that Mm -hmm. as we're facing anything right now with this ridiculous culture uh, that's that's happening to us and the economic conditions that are happening to us and the worldwide stuff that is happening to us, and we're seeing it happen at what I call Mm -hmm. lightning speed Mm -hmm. uh, with the power of uh, basically what I would call evil, what I would be called ungodly things, mm-hmm. is taking over the culture of the world, and particularly here in America, that we've never never exposed to, ex- except you know, right. recently, uh, in, in a big, big way. Uh, so we would say, well, shouldn't we? Let's go, let's mm-hmm. go, let's go make sure we change it or fight against it or rebel against it uh, or you know, come against it. Uh, and God says, well, um, you're asking me to do what you want. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. What I want you to do, you don't have what? Wisdom, right. my, my insight, my way, my will, because you don't ask me. He said, then if mm-hmm. you do ask me, you ask amiss. And like again, the wrong motives. Again, yeah. that would be, do, would you do, I'm telling you, God, <laughs> what, mm-hmm. what I want to do. And then we gather with other people that do the same. Hey, let's pray for it, let's pray for it, let's pray for it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and God says, well, I think you better go ask me. He says, because there's a, a real simple truth. Friendship with the world is what? Enmity towards God. Enmity against God. You're actually working against me. Um, right. And friendship with the world. That is not where we want to be. <laughs> yeah. And think of, think of the, and this is really a funny, a little bit funny, very profound thing. The wor- It's not talking about the stuff of the world. Uh, mm-hmm. Because friendship, I mean, we're friendly with Right. Income and, and houses and cars and clothes and experiences. And the, it's not that that's bad or that's the world right. and I got to reject all that. But friendship with the world is the way the world operates. 
Mm-hmm. How does the and world really aligning with their culture rather than God's culture? Yeah, yeah. And the world operates with uh, self-centeredness. I decide. Mm-hmm. I want to. That's the flesh. He said, so friendship with others who are in the flesh, operating with the self, even good things, God would you, mm-hmm. um, is enmity against God because why? Well, we forgot to do something. That's ask Him. Mm-hmm. What do we have? What do, what do you have to say about this? Um, and now give me wisdom and give me guidance so that, and, and again, depends on our role, depends on our place. Uh, so we've done uh, retreats, for example, for uh, ADF or Alliance for Defending Freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're called to right. go, go to court and to represent injustice to mm-hmm. oppression of Christians. Um, right. So their role or responsibility that God has given them may be different than mine that, in that. that. Yeah. Um, and even they d- don't think well, we're going to change the entire culture. It's that mm-hmm. we are fighting to not let the culture encroach so much that mm-hmm. at least we, we give it some halting and some open space for Christians to operate. But they already know that to change the culture itself is probably unlikely. Uh, but they have but they mm-hmm. have a role in that. Uh, or if, uh, uh, you know, somebody... Um, uh, has an aspect of um, what they're called to do in government, or to be on a committee, or to uh, you know be a, 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 a somebody at the local local area to be voting certain ways. Sure, absolutely, we're called to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's not that we give up on it, uh, right? And we say, well, whatever. Uh, no, Father, how would you have me, you know, participate? But he says, you know, ask wisdom, um, and he says. Uh, don't be an en- enemy of me by being a friend of the world. Mm-hmm. And being a friend of the world is basically deciding your own way. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said, we'll come back and ask, ask for wisdom. Okay, right. now let's go back to uh, Matthew 24. And he just said that, uh, you know, my words um, are, are going to, uh, you know, last. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he says, uh, now read verse 36 through... Uh, Uh, 44. Sure. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as, as the days of Noah were, so also will be the coming of the son of man. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the son of man be. Then two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what the hour of the Lord what hour your Lord is coming. But know this that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Yeah. Uh, so he says that um uh, first of all, we don't know. It'll mm-hmm. be like the days of Noah where they were doing life. But right. as in the days of Noah, what did Noah say to people? He was telling people, this is coming, this is coming. Yeah. Uh, he was saying that God has... They inst- just ignored the warnings. God yeah. has instructed me that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, eh, we don't, we don't believe it. And we don't care. He right. says, basically, everyone's going to be in that boat where they don't believe it. I am telling mm-hmm. you it's coming. And because it's coming, 
and this is interesting because right. it's, it's been ever since 2,000 years ago. He says, do what? Watch. Watch. Start watching mm-hmm. and put and that ready. on your radar of, mm-hmm. okay, when is it? What's happening? When? How should I get prepared for it? Uh, what am I uh, called to be? He said, if you would have watched, you would know when, it, when it's going to happen because um, it's like the, you know, the, uh, a thunderstorm is, you know, you start getting alerted to lightning in the sky and you mm-hmm. hear, hear thunder and you can see I can watch it. It's coming. Right. Uh, and the closer it comes, the, the, the speed between the lightning and the sound gets, gets faster. Mm-hmm. It's coming, coming, coming because I see it. I, I've observed it. I watched and now, because it's coming, okay, now what do I do with this? Um, and that's right. what he's trying to say is watch in the distance. It'll come, it'll start coming faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, be careful, you know, that you watch. Okay, then he goes on to verse uh, 45 through 51. It says, Who then is, is a faithful and wise servant, whom his master made ser- uh, ruler over his household to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming and begins to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with drunkards, the master of that servant will come on a day when he's not looking for him and at an hour that he's not aware of and will cut him in two and appoint him his portion and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yeah. So again, he's saying, um, blessed is the one who follows the master mm-hmm. and watches and, and gets ready and takes care of the things that he, that he asks him to take care of. The evil one is that he doesn't care. Right. He's not paying attention. Um, and he says, uh, actually, he's going to be in weeping and gnashing of teeth mm-hmm. uh, that there's going to be sorrow <laughs> because you weren't paying attention. And, and again, it's going back to the question of what do we do? Well, the key is that we gather together and start asking God together. Right. Uh, there is no universal answer. Yeah. It's not you should or shouldn't, and even we can't decide you should or shouldn't. It's mm-hmm. rather let's go, let's go ask. Um, and I think it's important to note that the time is now to begin practicing that. <laughs> if if that's something that people aren't in community with and not. Um, not used to even, you know, a lot of people are hesitant to ask God questions and ask him specific questions and really learn that he wants to be in the details of all of it. Right. Um, and whether it is the end of times coming or just navigating difficulties in life, you come back to those passages in James and you see the validity and the necessity and the gift of our ability to go to him and ask for wisdom without reproach. With He's not making fun of us. He's not, you know, he's, he's not you know, disappointed that we're asking him these things. He desires us to ask them. But I think at least for myself, um, he has me in a season. And again, whether we're getting, you know, we're getting closer no matter what, but whether it's imminent in our lifetime or our children's lifetime, he's teaching me to really learn to ask specifically and learn to listen and trust those specific answers. And I think there is a call. I'm seeing this raise up along a lot of people that I disciple and, and just, in general, I'm seeing a lot of this, um, a call for us to really begin 
it almost like training to to get in practice with this. I don't know how else to put it as as begin to really um, work on this, work on hearing from God and posture yourself to do it. And, and don't be afraid to ask him questions and know that, you know, just like when the apostles asked Jesus questions and he would tell them that, you know, that's not for you to know yet, or you're asking the wrong question or whatever. That's fine. He's not disappointed in you. He's walking with you and he's going to teach you how to even ask the right questions, Right. you know, but, but start practicing it and getting into that so that you truly can discern. And so you're not deceived. You need to be able to know him his voice yeah. so that you're not deceived yeah so as you look at the you know and we'll, we'll talk more about this next time because there's another uh a parable here he talks about the wise and foolish virgins that we'll get into next week but um we got to be careful that we don't basically in our mind ask god to eliminate all evil uh right. because he never has he said uh mm-hmm. i already i already gave it to Adam and Eve. They handed it over to Satan. The world is entropy, mm-hmm. kill, steal, and destroy. You're surrounded by self-centered people. I haven't um, destroyed it at all and recreated it because uh, I'm, I love you who I created, and now I have to take it back through you. What I did is solve the problem of, mm-hmm. of you requiring to be perfect by giving you Christ uh, sacrifice and, and victory over self so that now you can live a life with me deny self, take up the cross, follow me, doing what? Asking me mm-hmm. my instruction. And I and he says, God is so big and so amazing. There's no universal absolute, go, go do this. And we can't say mm-hmm. we should do anything. It's rather, what are we called to understand? But be careful that one thing we don't say is, well, I think God should eliminate you know the mm-hmm. COVID problem or, or eliminate this inflation problem or he should eliminate this... Uh, going to transgender, let's you know, just take care of it. And God says, well, come and ask me. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, by the way, as we're, if we're talking about the end, guess what? It has to happen. Mm-hmm. Evil has to become good, has to become evil for the tribulation to even be at a place where it can operate. And it's going to happen. Right. So we'll, we'll talk more about that. But the big, the big right. issue is gather as a group, uh, start asking questions, share, discuss, what does God mm-hmm. have to say about it? I believe... It's critical uh, right, right now that with things changing and the issues coming up, we have to have groups of people that we stand on truth and mm-hmm. seek God's wisdom on how to represent that truth in a very difficult place, including as it may be headed toward the tribulation in the end, it's going to mm-hmm. get even more tricky uh, that we're going to have to understand that. So the, ans- the answer is don't decide on your own. Right. Uh, don't don't ask God to universally wipe out evil because he's, he's not hasn't done it, he's not going to do it. Rather, given what's happening, what do you want me to understand about it? What, mm-hmm. what my role do I have in it, and where do I go with it relative to my family, my group, my place, etc. So we'll mm-hmm. we'll pick this up again That's next great. time because it's really important stuff. Excellent. <clears throat> Thanks so much for sharing your wisdom. Always it's a joy. Enjoy this conversation. Yep. All right, we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Have a great weekend. Yep, see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.